Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Viva Wellness Podcast. Thank you for joining us. My name is Jarrell. I'm Rachel. Thank you again for tuning in, or welcome if this is your first time. Yes, welcome to everyone. So it is November mm-hmm. as we're recording this, and it will be later in November as this episode comes out. And this episode is actually scheduled to come out the day before Thanksgiving. Yay. Yay, or... <laughs> teaser. So that'll give you an idea that we're talking all things holiday season, which depending on who you are and what your circumstances are this holiday season, you might not be feeling yay. Or maybe you are. Maybe the holidays are a great time for you and it's amazing and you get to see all of your long lost relatives and old friends and it's just the best time of the year. But even though it's billed as that in all of the Christmas commercials or holiday shopping commercials that I've already started seeing Mm -hmm. previously to this day, which by the way, today that we're recording is November 16th, which in my opinion is entirely too early for holiday shopping commercials, but I digress. The, all the commercials will tell you that this is the most wonderful time of the year. You're supposed to be happy and filled with, what is it? Is it dancing sugar plums? Oh, um, right. That's not see that coming. I mean, there's sugar plum fairies. What dances? Um, something is dancing. We're like, there's a saying of like dancing something. I don't know. Something dances. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Anyway, what's a sugar plum? A sugar plum? Yeah. A sugar plum. But like, it's how's it different than a regular plum? <laughs> Maybe it's a sugared plum. I don't know. Oh, so you don't, you have no idea. Your answer. No. no. Anyway. For some people, it might not be the best time of the year. And so we're going to talk about how to manage that if it's not, some general thoughts about the holiday season in general, some real talk about what it actually is like for a lot of people. Um, And yeah, and hopefully get you ready for the next probably month and a half, let's say, Mm -hmm. of a lot of feelings. Because I think one thing that most people can agree on, the holiday season is complicated. For sure. So yeah. how do you feel about Christmas? Or I mean, you know what? I'm not even gonna say Christmas because let's mm. let's be inclusive. It's right. not Christmas. It's all the holidays. Yeah. Including Thanksgiving. Everybody forgets about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is enough love. So Jarrell, what are your thoughts on the holiday season? There's well, there's Thanksgiving, there's Hanukkah, there's Christmas, there's Kwanzaa. I'm gonna throw New Year's in there. I think I would say New Year's as well. Boxing Day. Mm. I don't entirely understand what Boxing Day is, but I know it is a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, a lot of holidays, and we only named a few. Um, so, I mean, I, I actually really enjoy this time of year. Um, I've always been a big fan of Christmas in particular. Um, and probably a large part of that was probably formed by the Home Alone movies. And and I later learned, like many years later, once I actually moved to New York, that apparently when I saw Home Alone 2, I said that I wanted to move to New York. So <laughs> it is also- Did get kidnapped and lost? Yeah. That is what drove you- Well, he didn't get kidnapped, he just got left. That's what drove you to want to live here is, oh, there's a child wandering the city alone. Yeah. I mean, he went to FAO Schwartz and like, it was amazing. Have you ever been to FAO Schwartz? Nope. 
well, maybe once. I don't know. Anyway. Failed your younger self. But anyway, go ahead. Right. Um, There's also a scene with a lady with all the pigeons, which I found disturbing, but it was fine. Um, Yeah, so I I love the holidays. Uh, I I really enjoy Christmas in particular. I like the decorations. I like the music. Although I've already heard music at the grocery store today, and that was a little unsettling um, because I'm not ready quite yet. Um, So yeah, I, I generally really do like this time of year. It feels like a good time of year. It also is a stressful time of year. So even with all that, like, positive energy and cheery music. It's like, okay, so there's a lot of planning that has to happen, uh, organizing. If you're, you know, a, someone who likes to give gifts, it's also that time to kind of be searching and exploring. And so it can also be a lot. Yeah, I have mixed feelings. Mm. Um, there's definitely holiday traditions and I'm gonna include Thanksgiving because everybody forgets about Thanksgiving. I think that we have a really good Thanksgiving situation happening, at Mm -hmm. least in the morning. We turkey trot, and by we, I mean me, and Jarrell and my wonderful husband stand outside, and you've been in a lot of weather. I was going to say you're cold. You're not always cold. That's Mm -hmm. not even true. Sometimes you're hot, and sometimes it's snowing. Right. uh, November. But then we go to Junior's and eat pancakes and cheesecake, and then I go home and inevitably have the argument with my husband who won't watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade with me, which I DVR because I am not home, dedicated. Mm -hmm. Um, And he doesn't watch it, he tries to watch it, and then he falls asleep, and I yell at him to wake up, and it's just a nice tradition. Um, And then there's Thanksgiving dinner and pie, and I think the pie probably is what pulls it all together Uh. for me. Right. Um, but I, I enjoy that. I look forward to that. Um, and I've recently been very adamant about the whole opt outside thing for Black Friday. And so that's been exciting. Yeah. When we get into December, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of obligations. Mm-hmm. So I'm very much for the enjoy the day, whatever day it is, the way you want to. So mm-hmm. my take on it personally is that the winter holidays don't really do it for me. I would happily go to work on Christmas if it meant I got, you know, another day off without really any penalty that I would prefer to have off, that I would do something else with instead. Like I'm thinking the day after the New York City Marathon, I would trade that in for Christmas. Um, My birthday, much rather would have my birthday off. It's summer, I'd rather go to the beach. Yeah, Mm. but at the same time, I do, you know, things I want to do for the holiday season. And it's fun. The holiday train show, if anyone is local, go mm. to the New York Botanical Garden holiday train show. It's so nice. It's so nice. You will not be disappointed. Um, I say this in fear that of making it more crowded, but <laughs> it's amazing. So I'm not like scroogey, but I feel like a lot of the pressure comes from an obligation to be doing certain things like mm. giving gifts to everyone you know, whether you actually want to give them a gift or not. Mm -hmm. Being relatives that you might have a kind of toxic relationship with or don't really get along with, or to be totally honest, don't actually care about. And spending time with them as opposed to spending time with people you'd actually want to see or alone to recharge. And I just feel like there's a lot of images of what Christmas or Hanukkah or New Year's or whatever is supposed to look like. Yeah. 
And the reality of the situation, at least from my experience, is that it really doesn't often look like that for people. And so then I feel like mm-hmm. there's a lot of shame around that. And I don't yeah. love that so much. Yeah. Well, I mean, like even, I think that I don't really watch these anymore, but like Hallmark movies, um, you know, I think Christmas movies in particular, like always trying to portray like a really happy ending. And even if the, there are some bumps along in the story, and I think it's a, you know, they're, these stories are crafted to help people feel good uh, if I'm trying to be generous. Um, but I think, as you said, the problem is that sometimes a lot of the imagery that we see uh, causes people to feel shame or to feel regret or to feel a lot of things, uh, even though like their situation might actually be working for them. You know, for instance, you know, if you, if you have a troubled relationship with a parent um, and, you know, maybe there are some really heavy things that happened between you in the past and you decide, you know what, I don't want to spend Christmas with this person. Um, it would be actually very traumatic for me. Um, there's, not a, there's not reinforcement of that in sort of like mainstream media to say, you know what, like, don't see your parent on Christmas because that wouldn't be good for you and that's okay. And that's part of why we're recording this is to say that's okay. Um, and But yeah, there is a lot of shame and I think regret for a lot of folks around this time of year. And, you know, emotionally, I think it can be a really challenging time. Yeah, I would like to first point out to everybody that you said that you don't watch Hallmark movies anymore. Yeah. Well, that at one point that was a part of your holiday repertoire. Of course. So if anyone wants to make fun of Jarrell or wants to send a message of solidarity, feel free. But I agree. I think I know from me personally, and I'll be very transparent to say, I don't have a big family. Mm-hmm. I the at least half, and I'm ballparking this really quickly in my head, of the people that I consider family are not actually related to me. Mm-hmm. And even that group, it's not that big. That's just who I am as a person. To me, I'm not, you know, a 30 people at the dinner table type of human. That sounds actually really overwhelming to me. Mm-hmm. And I'd probably just end up talking to three. <laughs> right. So that's me and that works for me 99% of the time. You know, I say 99% of the time because I think no matter how content somebody is, you always kind of wonder what the other side would be like at a certain point. You know, something triggers that and you have that thought. The hardest time of year for that is Christmas or the holiday season. Um, when I say Christmas, I'm throwing Christmas a little bit under the bus because, and we can, this might be a whole other podcast as to why this is, but I feel like you don't, at least from my perspective, other people who might be more involved with other holidays and might have a different perspective. I feel like they just really push this idea of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Christmas is when you're supposed to see all these people. It's what's the, but it's Christmas. Mm-hmm. You're not going to talk to your uncle who berated you the last time you saw him, <laughs> but it's Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it's just this pressure to that you should be doing a certain thing and you should have these relationships with family and your Christmas dinner has to be surrounded by 20 people and all of these things. And actually that doesn't work for a lot of people. I think the people who it does work for are actually very lucky because I'm doing more kind of math in my head. I want to say a less than a handful of people I know both personally and professionally can say that that's their family environment. Mm -hmm. 
and yet you see it on TV, you see it in the movies, and you see it in car commercials, which for the record, I don't understand when people started giving cars as gifts. I remember, listen, I remember when those commercials started and I was just like, what? Is that a thing (laughs) that people are giving others for the holidays? I mean, again, I don't know how much that actually happens. Happy Hanukkah, here's Alexis. I, I don't. I don't know. Maybe there's people with a lot more money than me. But anyway, you see it in all these places that it's supposed to look a certain way, which is actually mostly the opposite of how it looks for a lot of people. And I think you start to get an idea of why the holidays are actually really complicated for Mm -hmm. a lot of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's also too, you know, we have a lot of conversations about family. Mm -hmm. It's also kind of Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or New Year's, and we'll get to New Year's in a second, or Thanksgiving or whatever else doesn't include family. Yeah. And I think that's not talked about enough, that it's okay if you don't want to see your family for the holidays. It's okay if you can't see your family for the holidays. And I know that's not a, it feels okay, mm-hmm. but there's all these also commercials. What is, I'm going to, this is going to bother me that I can't think of a coffee brand, but there's a coffee. Soldiers. Coffee. Thank you. That does the commercial. I feel strongly about them. Are like surprising people in their home. Mm-hmm. So not everyone can do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even if they want to. Airfare is expensive, guys. I don't know if anybody's traveled recently, but airfare is expensive. Hotels are expensive. Time off of work. Not mm-hmm. everyone gets time off of work. Right. And so even if you would potentially want to see a faraway relative, that doesn't mean you can, especially the amount that travel prices go up over the holidays is just crazy. Yeah. So it might not be doable. And I can only imagine watching this like Folgers commercial as somebody who's like, I can't afford to go home and see my father, even though I haven't seen him in a while and I miss him. And then there's like, oh, you're not seeing your parents on the holidays. Right. Wow. Cool. Just like twist the knife in that poor person's heart. Yeah. Happy holidays, everyone. <laughs> Side note, I, I, I love that commercial. Why? So, Could you cry at everything? I do cry at everything. That one, I, even though I know it's coming, I'm like, oh my God, he's going home. He's going home. <laughs> and I well up a little bit. Which is so, actually really funny. Yeah. From you. Yeah, because I don't, like, I don't feel, I, I guess I don't feel pressure to do, like, particular things for the holidays, um, personally. And, or at least not that much, because I think you can't really absolve yourself of that completely. But um, yeah, I just, and this why I like Christmas in particular is like, there's something about the way, um, you know, there's like this idea of the quote unquote Christmas spirit. And I mean, you know, in the secular realm that is just like, I think it's the one time a lot of people do allow themselves to be a bit more vulnerable and, you know, say like, oh, I want to be you know, spending time with X person. And so it just feels nice to me. That actually wasn't the angle I was going for. You mm. would enjoy if someone surprised you at your apartment. Oh, no. Right. No, 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 no. We don't play those games. Right. Right. So that's funny that that gets you all choked up. Oh, yeah. It's, it's beautiful for someone else, but not for me. Not for you. Yeah. yeah. You would, that would be really traumatic for you, especially that early in the morning. Oh, yeah. 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 That's funny. My hair would be a mess. I'd not be cute. No. 
Right. Well, and also <laughs> the idea of like that someone has now shown up at your door when you did not expect. <laughs> and them. I have to entertain them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and even just as you said that, so we're going uh, we're going to go down with the whole idea of the Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. Why does that only have to be in December? I don't know. Why can't we do that in February or July? We can. Right. Why? Why does it end on December twenty sixth? I don't know. Someone should be able to answer this question for me because I think I agree. I think that's one of the pluses of the holiday season is that I think people get more generous. People get very reflective. It's the mm-hmm. end of the year. You know, it's cold. I don't know. Some mm-hmm. places it's cold. Maybe that has something to do with it. But I think just mm-hmm. you know, I know for me, I actually personally enjoy New Year's more than the gift giving December holidays, let's say, Mm. Um, because I love the idea of a new beginning and you're celebrating that you made it through another year because being a person is hard and there are fireworks and it's festive and nobody's forced to give people gifts that they might not want to give. And so that's my favorite December holiday. But I think people do get into a better spirit. But my question then becomes like, why does that have to stop? And so then for me personally, I'm like, well, how sincere is this? And I'm not saying that people are intentionally being like, I'm going to be nice just through December 26th. And then I'm turning it back on and I'm selfish and I don't care about my other humans. Mm. But it does turn off. And I wonder why, if it's something that everybody looks forward to, because I think I shouldn't say everybody, everybody's supposed to look forward to Mm. because of this Christmas spirit, then why can't we keep it? year round or you know maybe that's overshooting let's try through january this year mm-hmm. you know give somebody some winter cheer yeah i mean the only thing i i can say to that is i think that for most people because of how the holidays are structured and especially for like the i guess a couple of major religions is that most people also have it, I won't say most, but a lot of people also have some designated time off from like their regular schedule, whether that be work or school or or what have you. And so I think that that time gives people time to like slow down and be more present than they normally are. Ah, so what you're saying is we should all take more time off. I mean, I am also saying that and I need to tell myself that, but yes. Well, and I would even go one step further to say that that doesn't necessarily have to look like time off from work because speaking Mm -hmm. of the whole, some people can't do that thing, you know, Mm -hmm. you're listening to two people right now. Mm -hmm. If we don't work, we don't get paid. Right. Entrepreneur life. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's not even so much taking a day off of work or taking multiple days off of work because some people can't do it. You know, there are a lot of people who you work full-time jobs, you only get a certain amount of time off a year. And if that, if you have a family to take care of, or you have other commitments, you might be using all your time off for that, not to just sit at home and chill and be grateful and all of that. Right. But even maybe throughout the day, throughout the week, you know, Mm -hmm. instead of rushing home and immediately going to the next thing, like sit down for 10 minutes, Mm -hmm. pause and just do more of that throughout the year to kind of keep that Christmas spirit. So that's what I'm going to encourage everyone to do. So it's not so much of a transition into the Christmas time, holiday time, Hanukkah time, Kwanzaa time, 
that it's not that different than the rest of the year. And I think the fact that it's not, if we did something to make it not that different than the rest of the year, I think it would also be easier to manage because I, to me, that's part mm -hmm. of why the holiday season is hard. Yeah. It's just such a whirlwind all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. Oh, from like, oh, summer, fun, beach, and it's all about slowing down and let's chill with, you know, our beach drinks and slow down. And then it's like, oh, fall, pretty leaves. And then bam, you have to buy all the gifts and do all the things and go to all the parties and see every single family member that you've ever met. And now it's New Year's Eve and you have to stay up till midnight and now you're going back to work. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think for most people, maybe consciously November one hits and then you're like, okay, so <laughs> some people it happens a bit earlier. Um, but I'd say generally like the last two months of the year, people are just in it, thinking about it, planning it, escaping it, coping. It's hyper focus and that's really stressful. Yeah. I'm even thinking of it, you know, from what I've said, the holiday season itself is not really huge for me personally in terms of all of that. Mm -hmm. But I'm, what day is this? Almost two weeks post New York City Marathon. I'm still tired. Mm -hmm. That feels very similar in terms of, you know, once you kind of hit the taper period, and that's for people who don't run or haven't listened to me talk, it's a time where you reduce your mileage, you rest, you get ready. That whole period is just like very logistical and it's very all of your focus goes into this one thing. And after that, obviously it's 26.2 miles, but even that aside, like I'm tired. That was a lot of my energy going to one singular thing that is now over. And I feel like that happens a lot with the holidays, but then we have to go back to real life like really quickly mm -hmm. and no one really pauses. So maybe that's when people should give themselves a break too. And mm -hmm. you know, to that theme of you don't have to do the holidays a certain way. If you want to use even part of whatever day that you're celebrating to just chill and transition back into the rest of your life, that's okay. Yeah. I think I, I just thought of this, but um, that principle that you just talk about, um, I think we should coin it as the, the holiday hangover. Yeah. And yeah, it's very real. And uh, that's tip number one is just to be conscious that that might happen for you and that you might need some extra time to just recover before you, if you obviously, if you have the option to, before you hop back into your regular day-to-day -day schedule. Well, and as you're saying this, you know, we're mentioning that it is unrealistic for people to take full days off. Like, mm -hmm. let's be real. That might be hard. Mm -hmm. but one day might not even do anything for you, to be mm -hmm. honest, right? Yeah. Like, you might want a week, but that, as soon as you get into more than one day, I feel like we're getting into, it keeps getting more and more difficult. Mm -hmm. So just slowly going back into it, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to go to work, right? Let's eight hours a day. Some people work more, some people work less, but then maybe you don't immediately go back into meeting friends for dinner right after work mm -hmm. or going to, you know, do whatever extracurricular activity you participate in the very first day back from work, maybe the first week is a little bit slower of a week. Maybe instead yeah. of jam packing your weekend, you make one plan a day rather than I'm going to do this on Saturday morning and this on Saturday afternoon and then go see these people on Saturday night and then wake up and go to brunch and then do this. Maybe it's just like, I'm going to do this on Saturday and this on Sunday. And the rest of the time I'm going to do whatever I feel like. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. And that might be a way too for people who do find the holidays to be difficult for whatever reason, lots of reasons why the holidays could be difficult. 
as a way to kind of ease back in and adjust. Because even if you're not doing the logistical planning or traveling or parties, if it's emotionally draining for you, it's hard to see those holiday commercials. Mm-hmm. It's hard to feel like you don't have the family you wish you had. It's hard mm-hmm. to feel like you wish you had the money to go see your relatives. It's hard to wish that all of your friends who are feel like family all year round, who scatter once it becomes the holiday season, not be here for you. It, all of that is hard, even if you're not doing anything. Right. So a way to ease back in slowly without actually, you know, taking the week off to go sit on a tropical beach somewhere that I think we'd all probably like to do. Yeah. Well, and I, yeah, I mean, because I'm going to transition into New Year's because New Year's makes people feel. So if you have something <laughs> okay. else to say about everything else, go ahead before I. Rant. Well, I was just saying we were we were talking about um, sort of how to deal after. I was wondering if you had any ideas about dealing with the holidays during. Oh, breaks. Mm. Breaks. Like things that are not related to the holidays, breaks. <laughs> mm. Maintaining a regular routine, I think, can do that. You know, if if Christmas is hard for you, for example, or, you know, the eighth night of Hanukkah, whatever day is hard for you, try to stick to your normal routine as much as possible because obviously it gives you something to do, but it's also a Christmas break. Mm-hmm. where if you're inundated with all of these festivities and dancing sugar plums, which I'm convinced that that's what it is, it gets to be a lot. So do something completely unrelated, whether that's just something like going to your regular exercise class or hanging out with a friend that you know also isn't super into the holidays or doing something that just has nothing to do with all of the hoopla. Just give yourself a break. If you're in the middle of a family gathering that's stressful, go take a walk. Drive. Yeah. Be the one who volunteers to drive to pick up more ice or mm-hmm. walk to pick up more ice. Totally. Take a break. You know, take 20 minutes, duck into a room, call a friend. Um, I have a lot of clients that email me over the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Happy to help because sometimes you just need to have a time out because it's yeah. hard. Breaks, all kinds of breaks in every form. Yeah, I, I, I think that's right. And I think that um, I guess the sort of overarching thing that I would offer to people maybe even as a precursor to that is just to be honest with yourself and try not to judge yourself for whatever it is you're feeling. Um, like, because the reality is just as we were talking about earlier, people have a lot of different feelings about the holidays, but there's a lot of pressure to perform in a way that suggests that everything is good and fine. And, but we can tell you as therapists, <laughs> um, a lot of people are struggling in in various ways throughout this time of year. And so um, whatever it is you're feeling, just try your best to make peace with it and accept it and know that there are a lot of people out there who are feeling the similar things, thinking similar things, and are trying to do their best as well, even if they're not saying it or showing it to you. Yeah, and I'm gonna end that section I don't know why I had to make it so formal with a very controversial statement. Mm. It's okay to hate the holiday season. You can own mm. that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's not cool to say that right. to a lot of people. I think you're often met with, oh, what? Right. How dare you? Or right. all of these things and that people try to make it better for you and go, but twinkle lights and but Christmas trees and but menorahs <laughs> and but presents and all of these things. It's okay if you hate this time of year. Yeah. And I get if you don't want to be open about it and deal with all the questions of like why and the subtle 
happened to you as a child and all of this judgment that often happens when you say that. Yeah. But it's also fine if at least to yourself, maybe to your closest people, you don't want to sugarcoat it and you can just say you hate this time of year. Right. There are plenty of reasons to love this time of year, but there are also plenty of reasons to think this time of year is pure garbage and to count down the days until January 2nd. Yeah, totally. And speaking of January 2nd, let's talk about New Year's Eve. <laughs> mm. Because I love New I Year's like, Eve. That is not January 2nd, but sure. No, but it was, <laughs> that's when the holidays end. Yes. I love New Year's Eve, but I love New Year's Eve because I have made New Year's Eve exactly what I want it to be, and I get to avoid all of the nonsense that happens with New Year's Eve. Mm. And in full disclosure, it took a pretty jarring life experience for me to transition into that. I had one really awful New Year's Eve Mm -hmm. and kind of vowed never to do the traditional New Year's Eve party thing again. Mm -hmm. And little did I know at the time, it was the best decision because I eat pasta. I go run in Central Park where there's a party and only sometimes is it nine degrees and or raining. (laughs) Sometimes it's 40 and it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Other times it's pouring rain. And I run the race and then I go home and it is officially the latest I stay up all year. Two o'clock in the morning is very late. I don't know how I do it. And it's great. I don't have to buy an outfit. I don't have to buy an expensive ticket to get a bunch of alcohol that you actually can't get because the line is so long. Mm. And it is avoids all the pressure of New Year's Eve. I feel like New Year's Eve is very Valentine's day E. Mm-hmm. It is be single on New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. and you have to find someone to kiss. Mm-hmm. If it's a stranger who you don't actually want to kiss, consent is sexy. People, kiss. consent right. is sexy. You have to dress up. It has to be in sparkles. Mm-hmm. Um, and you—it's just the pressure to always feel like you're doing something fabulous on New Year's Eve. I feel like that's <laughs> a really good word for it. Like those go together, right? And, To me, I've reframed it to, I like it similarly to the reasons I like my birthday, where it's a new year. You get to honor like, hey, 2019, survived it, went through some shit, had some good times, but like made it out and here's what I want to do moving forward. It's a chance to pause and see where you are in life and what you want to get better at and what is working for you. And I think that's great. But I think a lot of people still feel the pressure of, I have to be doing this amazing thing when it strikes midnight. I have to be with somebody that I love. I can't be single. And I think that's really hard. Mm-hmm. But we don't talk about that enough. It's always about the December. I guess New Year's Eve is technically still December. Mm-hmm. But it's always about like the gift-giving holidays. But I don't think people talk about how New Year's Eve is kind of hard, especially with all the pressure of all the things we're supposed to be doing. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that's true. Although, uh, and I generally agree um, about like not having to deal with the hoopla of New Year's Eve. Because also, uh, you know, I don't know how many of our listeners are in major cities in particular. I would imagine this happens in even smaller cities. It turns into a nightmare to try and navigate the city. Um, You cannot get a cab on New Year's Eve in the city. and so it's like, it's a lot of extra, extraness. Um, but I will say that I do, I do like the occasional fabulous moment. So I do kind of miss that a little bit, but I would want to do it in a way in which I didn't have to be in a really crowded club and spend, you know, hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Like I'd prefer not to do that on one night. 
Um, but yeah, like the dressing up thing, I kind of like to do, especially because there's not many occasions for that. Maybe you could do it in Central Park if it's not raining this year. Okay. <laughs> I don't think saying. I want. I don't think I want to wear a suit to Central Park to that would, stand that around. Would be fun and festive. So, for anybody who has never been not who is listening and has never been to or Central Park in New Year's at New Year's Eve, it's actually a fun party. Yeah. They have the race. They have a band. It's. They, there are people who line the park to listen to the music and to cheer on the race um, course. And it's just, it's a fun atmosphere. And I'm going to put an asterisk on this in the nice weather because we've done this for a few years now. And half the time it's like 40 degrees and great and everybody's out and they're festive and they're blowing noisemakers and mm-hmm. everybody's really having such a good time with the music and around the race course. And then there are the years that it's pouring. Mm-hmm. Like you can't go to the band because there's mud mm-hmm. everywhere and it's pouring. And then there are years, there are the years it's nine. Right. Not as the time of day, but as nine degrees. Day. Yeah. So 50 50, if anyone in New York City is looking for a fun place to ring in the new year, but it is very fun in Central Park, assuming it is not pouring rain or nine degrees. But you forgot the best part. What is the best part? The fireworks. Oh, because you know why I forgot about the fireworks. <laughs> there are really pretty fireworks in Central Park for New Year's Eve. It's a really good fireworks show. I yes. get bitter because they are behind the runners. Mm-hmm. It run starts off the race. From the fireworks. Yeah. So the fire, we're running and the fireworks are behind us. Yeah, but it's really, it's beautiful. And I, I, I find it hard to believe that like it's okay that they do that because you are also so close to the fireworks and there are a lot of trees you and I'm like <laughs> I'm like how is this actually safe but uh for several years there have been no fire so apparently it is are you waiting every year for there to be a fire well I'm always curious like how there's not but yeah but it's beautiful yeah you I, I also I tend to post at least something on social media, so maybe there'll be some video this year. We'll Did you post last year in the rain? Um, I can't remember. It was really wet. Yeah, maybe not last year because it yeah, was it too was much. really wet. Yeah, but so if you're in New York City and you're looking for something fun and free, mm-hmm. yeah. To do, um, if you want to pay, Tavern on the Green actually does have a New Year's party that mm-hmm. they give you access to. But it's really fun when it's not really absurd weather conditions. Yeah, but. I say this to give an example of the holiday season can be whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. I think stereotypical New Year's Eve is not that. It's not Central Park and fireworks It's right. and running shoes. It's not. And I think that that is really emphasized and there's a lot of pressure to do the stereotypical thing. Anytime I tell somebody what I do on New Year's Eve, they give me like a weird look. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nope best thing ever (laughs) if you if someone gives me a better alternative happy to consider it but I've yet to hear it Mm -hmm. and that is weird to some people but it's fine if that's what works for you right and I think that's the big takeaway of all of this is 
you can get through the holiday season and there are tips to do so to make it easier and to make it easier to recover afterwards. But at the end of the day, it is also fine to do whatever you want to do this time of year and that whatever feels right for you. Your Thanksgiving tradition can be totally off and not what everyone else is doing. Your December gift giving holiday is you can opt out of gifts if you're like, I don't wanna go shopping. And so nobody gets anything. Happy holidays, here's a card, that's fine. If you on New Year's Eve want to sit on your couch from six o'clock on and fall asleep as the ball drops, do people outside of New York watch the ball still? Yeah, totally. So watch the ball drop and eat popcorn and be in your pajamas, cool. If you are local, New York One does an excellent New Year's Eve broadcast, which I also DVR to watch when I get home from the race because it's just wonderful. Um, <laughs> Yeah, did you know that? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I DVR it because you got to watch the ball drop. Mm-hmm. One, obviously. But you can do whatever you want with the holidays. There's definitely pressure for it to be a certain way, but if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. Yeah. Well, and ultimately, I think just to add is like, if if the pressure is just so, so overwhelming and you can't escape it, um, then go back to what we were saying in terms of like finding ways to make it work for you. Try to find ways to manage it. If you have to, if you have to be at, you know, your uncle Tommy's house all day on Christmas, like if you, if that has to be the case, then just think about and plan ahead to see like, okay, this is what's going to make this a little bit better for me. I'll be the one to go get, you know, do the ice run or buy more wine or whatever the situation is. Um, yeah, just think ahead, I think is the biggest thing and, uh, and plan accordingly. Yep, definitely. And plug for therapy. If you mm-hmm. have a therapist, it's okay. Talk to them about how to potentially reach out over the holidays, especially if you're not around and are going to be missing a session. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call out therapists who say no. Your therapist should be fine if you want to send them an email. Yeah, totally. Obviously, you might not get a 30-minute reply. Right. People have lives, but you should be able to reach out at least through email to get your thoughts out and to get a response, you know, within 24 to 48 hours. Yeah. Unless your therapist has explicitly said that they're unavailable because they're traveling or something, it's, it's something that should be available to you. So if that's something that you utilize to take care of yourself generally, it's also okay to ask that. Yeah. Absolutely. And so we wish you all a very happy and <laughs> thought you were going to sing the song. No. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm well, no. You can sing. Do you no. want to sing? No, it's okay. I was a really good singer, you guys. So right. send him messages to sing at some point on the podcast. <laughs> Um, maybe that's something I'll continue to push for as well. Mm-hmm. But we wish you a happy and peaceful holiday season, whatever that looks like for you. Um, even if it looks like you're hiding in the dark under a blanket, frowning until it's over. Mm-hmm. That's cool too. Um, <laughs> get a really cozy blanket and bring snacks. Mm-hmm. Cause actually when you put it that way, that kind of sounds like a good time. Mm-hmm. So thank you all for joining us. We hope that you will listen in again for our next episode. It will be released in two weeks. You can find us every other Wednesday. And in the meantime, you can find us on social media at Viva Wellness NYC, and I am at Rachel Gersten. And I'm at Jarell Caravello. 
And uh, as a special treat, especially to folks who are going to be in the New York area, we are actually teaming up with Rise by We, which is a WeWork company, um, to host an event on December 12th. That's a Thursday at 7.30 p.m. at the Rise by We location, located, I think, at 85 Broadway. So if you check our show notes um, and keep up with us on social media, you get all the details about how you can join us and maybe get some extra perks from coming. Um, we look forward to seeing you there. And with that, we'll... We hope that you'll kind of join us next time. You were going to say C, weren't you? I was, and I really yeah. stumbled over it. You should have just done it. <laughs> yes, but we'll see you next time. There we go. Bye. Bye.